0: Welcome to the podcast, Most People Don't But You Do. We have stories and conversations about people that are exceptional, people that are doing what most people don't. In this case, it's a really unique friendship. I'm so very excited to be able to talk to two folks. I'm gonna introduce them here in a moment, but my name is Bart Berkey. I'm the founder of a company called Most People Don't. In addition to this podcast, we do full-time keynote speaking, sales and service training, and a bunch of other things it is ideal to be able to help people our two guests i will share the backstory with them here in a moment but let me at least introduce them darian Colette and curvin simon curvin yeah. <laughs> simon and darian Colette. glad you both are here i'm going to talk a little bit about how we initially met but they at least our
1: listeners want to at least hear your voice to start hello I'm Darian, Um, you know, glad to be here. Simon, I'll let you chime in. Hello
2: everybody. My name is Kervin Simon. I am a motivational speaker, also a business owner for Nexicon. Me and Darian Colette are business partners. We are working on innovating and changing the world one day at a time by motivating, dedicating our time to seeing ourselves ascend to the high sights by self-belief alone. We know we can do anything with our minds. We know we can. Okay. What a heck of an
0: opening. What a heck of an opening. I think we're done. I'm inspired. (laughs) All right, let let me share with our listeners a little bit about how we first met. Our listeners are beginning to get accustomed to hearing me talk about Leesburg, Virginia. Both of these gentlemen are somewhat local to Virginia. Let's put it that way. Kerbin is joining us today from New Mexico, visiting some family. Darian is in Virginia, but we are doing everything remotely. Uh, How I met these gentlemen you might have heard me talk about Goose Cup. And at one point, it's a coffee shop at Leesburg, just the greatest people, the greatest customers. And then at one point, there was a space above the coffee shop called The Collective. And The Collective is where I have met so many amazing people. It was co-working space. Now, even though the co-working space is gone, I'm still able to see so many people that we used to see each other almost every single day trying to start businesses, expanding businesses, Doing our conference calls, networking with one another. And these are two gentlemen that I met that were, that are still building a company. What I thought was really cool about Darian and Kirvin is their unique friendship. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about the business that they are building together. And then they're also building some things separately. Let's talk about how you first, how both of you first met? Because I think it's a pretty darn cool story. How you first met, separated for a while as buddies, and then reconnected. How did you both first meet?
2: Dan, you want to take care of this one?
1: Yeah, I I can do this. The way we first met is we were both in the military. We had just finished basic training. And so we were in AIT learning our, uh, our IT job. And that's where I met Curvin. During that time, we were close. He was a class below me. We spoke here and there but we knew each other pretty well and then fast forward about almost eight years later no seven six years later me and him rekindled at the pentagon when i made a post on facebook talking about hey anybody at the pentagon about to go to this location and he just happened to be at that exact location so then from there we both we were on the same wavelength we got promoted to staff sergeant and we both are planning to get out the military, so we're exploring how to make the most out of the civilian side prior to us getting out.
0: Yeah. So when you first met, and Kervin, I'm going to ask you this question. When you first met, could you tell that you would be friends, that you would be be friends? Or was it, okay, here's another, another gentleman. He's a, a different class than me. We have some interaction. Like, did you get a sense that, oh, my gosh, this is going to be my buddy for the rest of my life? Did you get that sense, Kervin?
2: It's funny because whenever I re- rethink about when we met, it was like the funniest thing was it was just a joke. He said something and it made me laugh. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I like this guy. And then when you we just started topping it up and it just something in me said, hey. Stay friends with this guy. I feel like he's going to be the one that, like, you... Something in you will always tell you, hey, be friends with this person or just stick with them. You see something in them that you like about yourself or you like about them. It's, okay. Hey, let me stick around and see how he does it. Because Darian surprises me every time with something new. He, yo, look at this. Check this out. It's something unique about how he finds something. He's, yo, let's try this approach. Look at this approach. He's yeah. always the outside looking in
0: instead of, hey... Keep your narrow mind, nah. He's like, bro, open your mind. Look, always, always, yeah. And just recently, after I had seen both of you in person, not a couple weeks ago, Darian was even sending me information on some uh, experiments that you all have done, social experiments. He sent me information on meditation. Curvin. Then I started following you even more on TikTok, which we'll get to all of those things. But it's really cool that when you first meet Darian, he seems to be a rather Uh, quiet gentleman, right? But you can tell, and this is nothing negative at all, but you can tell super smart. And then when you start talking to him, you realize, oh my gosh, how deep and how intelligent and brilliant this guy actually is. And I'm going to say the same thing, Kervin, about you too. But Darian, I just want you to know that's my perception of you, right? When you start talking about things boy, you go deep and you can go wide with just about any conversation. So I think that is really unique and special. That's about doing what most people don't do, always looking to learn and grow. I want to get back to uh, each of you. Kerbin, before I hit record, we started talking a little bit about your background, going from Florida, growing up in Florida, and then Moving to New Mexico. Um, Can you tell us what age uh, were you in Florida? What age did your family move to New Mexico? Can you share us a little bit about growing up? And then I'll do the same thing with Darian. So,
2: at the age I departed Florida, I was 13, I think, uh, all the way up until eighth grade. And then I experienced high school in New Mexico. And after I graduated in, in New Mexico, I joined the military immediately after. So
0: and, and did you know that you always wanted to do that? What was the? No,
2: I had no idea. So my sense said, hey, instead of wasting my mom's money and going to college and going to get a degree, I have no idea if I'm going to be using it or utilizing it. I said, I'm going to use the adult choice and go into military, go with I.T. I did a lot of research before I even chose my career. I said, hey, I feel like this is going to be good for me. I looked at the outlook and said, hey, let me plan ahead. Because when you start planning ahead, you don't have to worry about anything because you use your mind to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick to it. And that's it.
0: Yeah. That What a great story. Very interesting. Darian, how about your, where did you grow up and what prompted you
1: to become
0: interested in joining the military?
1: So I was a military brat. My dad was my, sorry, can you give me one second? My dad was in the military and my mom was also in. My dad did 20 years. So I moved around a a bit as a kid. I was in California. I was in Panama. I was in Alabama, Chicago, Illinois. And ultimately, I stayed the longest in Virginia. Okay, And what really prompted me to join the military is, one, I didn't think I was going to join. I actually had, at that time, a narrow mindset and really wanted to go to Georgetown and didn't want to go to any other college. So when I didn't get into Georgetown, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I decided to start thinking about other opportunities more openly. Mm -hmm. And I started really looking at like how the military benefited my dad Mm -hmm. and decided I'm going to go to college at this point. If I'm not getting in the college I want to get into, I'm not going to waste all my money. So let me join the military. They could pay for my college and then So that was the real approach on why I joined the military.
0: Yeah, very smart. And then, of course, the honor of serving your country. Both of you were in for, is it eight years? Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Eight years. Okay. And when I was sitting down with you both in person, I had asked a question about, and I'm still hesitant to make sure that I'm thoughtful with my question. Was the military a good experience for you? Do you remember your answer, Kervin? Yeah,
2: it's like a 50-50. I could say that I've met a lot of people who inspired me to always keep my mind open and not be a sheltered mind. Because when you join the military, it it crosses borders, it crosses races, crosses religions. You meet people from all walks of life. So it taught me to say, hey, as a leader, I have to be accepting of all people no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I have to see that and instill that in myself. So it taught me a lot about that and taught me how to be a really good leader and mm-hmm. see what I didn't want in the leadership and see what I wanted to carry with me as a, a leader. Yes. So it, I'd
0: say yes and, and maybe. <laughs> it, yeah, it's I'd hard. It, yeah, not easy, right? Where you were, where you both were together and separately, not easy. And mm-hmm. seeing a lot of things and a lot of, moral related things, that judgment that you had to do in order to serve. And there's just so many different elements of it. Kervin, tell me about your leadership style. So when you, is retired the right word when you left the military? It's,
2: um End of service or charge, discharge.
0: Yeah. Okay. So when you were discharged compared to when you started, you were a, both of you were first sergeants is that correct staff sergeants how were you Kervin? how would you describe your leadership style when you were discharged when you were done with your your term with the military? so when i actually transitioned out of the military
2: i had no soldiers to actually soldier so it was just me so mm-hmm. i had an opportunity to really take control of my life and start to focus in on me yeah. So before getting out of the military, I said, "Hey, let me start working on my degree, focusing on that, getting as many certificates of these certificates I could." Yeah. Because I knew that as soon as I ripped the blanket of the army's protection, because it it literally is a protective blanket for people who, you know, who get in there. Because once you remove it, it's like, "Hey, I don't have them to do everything for me." Yeah. You have to see that the military pays me, feeds me and does all these things for me. But then as soon as you get that safety blanket removed, it's I'm an adult <laughs> and that's right, it. Right.
0: And I better make some good decisions here. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the way that you thought that thought about that, that you were leading yourself. And you had shared with me when we again, when we talked before that it taught you discipline and it taught you a lot of different things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darian, I'm going to ask you a similar question then. What type of leader were you? And you had the ability of leading individuals. You were leading soldiers, correct?
1: Yeah. So I had led about 11 soldiers prior to coming to the Pentagon when I was uh, in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And pretty much my entire military career was a challenge. Like up until the end, I was never like handed a trial and anything. It was always. Hey, this guy's been doing handling all this. Let's throw him all this. And when I led soldiers, I, one, I wish I could have had more of a focus on the leadership aspect because I was also focused on a lot of the technical aspects yeah. or on all the technical aspects. Um, but my leadership style during that time was I tried to le- do everything le- like lead from the front. I had a lot of leaders who I felt like would um, lead from the back and they wouldn't be demonstrating the same things that they're expecting from me. Yeah. Um, so it was almost to a fault at times where I led too much from the front and I'm doing too much and I'm already taking on a lot. So I was t- I would take some away from my soldiers. So by the end of it, I, I really got more balanced in my leadership style of being able to show guidance where yeah. possible. And also being very empathetic to my soldiers and like I had one soldier, he, he started crying in Iraq for, mm-hmm. it, it was, I can't remember the exact reasoning, but he was in a very emotional state and almost everybody within the shop that I was in was basically ridiculing him for not being a man. Mm. I took him aside, took him out, took him outside. Cause you know, it's a war environment. So I understand that stigma, Yeah, but, um, I just talk to them like from man to man, heart to heart. Hey, I know it's hard. I I know this is how it is. You can cry and do whatever. Express yourself. Just know within this environment, some people uh, in military, this is how they react. And you just got to recognize that. So my leadership style really is just trying to get that heart to heart with whoever I'm leading and trying to always lead by example as well. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that makes great sense. Yeah, Thank you both for sharing. Okay, so then you find yourself... You initially start your career in the military, working with each other. Seven years pass, X number of years pass in between. You find yourself working together at the Pentagon. And at that point, were you still in the service or were you a contractor at that point?
2: We both were in service. I believe you, Darian, got out earlier than me. I believe that. And then I got out a couple of months after him. So it was a little bit of a gap between. So he had a little bit of a head start before I did. So he could actually say, hey, this is what the industry is like. Here's the job market and everything. So I had a little bit of insight from him to say, hey, start applying the job. Start looking now because look at in insurance. Like me and him, we're in constant contact with each other because, hey, if you're getting out, I need some insight because you're getting out before me because right. it's easy to have somebody who's experienced it, give you the know-how yeah. and everything.
0: Before. Yeah. And there he was again leading from the front, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> leading from the front. Okay. So you, you're working together. He begins, he leaves the service first. He's looking for positions. Can you tell us, Kirvin and Darian, about the idea to start your own company? So I believe it's Nexicon, N E X A C O N. Can you tell us about how the idea to create Nexicon started? And what is it that Nexicon is doing? And I know it continues to be in startup phase, but can you share a little bit about Nexicon and how it
1: started? That's it. Let me ask it 10 more times the same way. (laughs) Do you you want me to jump in first? Go ahead. Go Uh, ahead. Nexicon, N-E-X-A-C-O-N. And it actually started as a Mary Overguard. Say that one more time. A what? It started. the The initial name was Amiri Overguard. Okay, got it. And we had a website for we had a lot of tooling already established, but we decided to to start from scratch and re- redevelop it into what is now Nexicon. And really, Nexicon is aimed at building and automating business solutions for businesses, starting with smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, like, an example of some of the solutions that I've developed with Curvin is automating how uh, customers may place orders. And then when they place orders, removing the error that may occur from the kitchen to the customer by automatically sending the recipe straight to... Screen within the kitchen for the person cooking, and really just removing error on business side and automating things. We've I done. Is, is, it, is it primarily restaurant driven? At the moment, yes, because that's really where we're we have the liberty to test a lot of the products that we're developing, and it seems like there's actually a good demand for that in the area. So that's where we ended up focusing right now. But that wasn't our initial focus. It's where it's evolved into. Okay. And let me see if I can summarize. So you both are IT
0: specialists. You are uh, engineers. You are, I'm going to say IT specialists again. You understand technology. And so together you are working and we don't need to know necessarily exactly what you were doing at the Pentagon because I'm sure that was secret, but- Is it safe to say that both of you are technological experts?
2: Yeah, you could say that, but he is the expert. More than likely, he focuses in on it because we can't be jacks of all trades. You can't have one person being the IT expert and the other guy being, no, the IT expert. Somebody has to lead. So I decided to take the CEO position so I can actually say, hey, this is the direction the company's going because if we both IT Mm -hmm. and we're both thinking IT, the company won't move because it's going to be like, Hey, we're both thinking it. Hey, let's sit here for five years developing this thing. Exactly. Without the business moving forward.
0: Yeah. Got it. And how would you say you're providing solutions that maybe currently don't exist? We'll just talk restaurant industry right now. What kind of solutions? How would you describe what the solutions are? Because a lot of our listeners and we know this will go out to over hundred thousand people. Uh, A lot of our listeners are hospitality related. Many of them are executive directors, founders, but we have a lot of great restaurateurs and bar owners that are also followers and listeners. How would you describe what services and solutions you all provide that is different
1: than maybe what they have? So you you can go ahead. ahead. I'll do it after you. Okay. So one one thing I, I want to point out within that question is the expansion of the cloud within the IT space, mm-hmm. it's a thing that hasn't gotten the adoption yet that I truly think it'll have within like the next 10, 15 years. There's still about 90% of industries that haven't yet adopted the cloud. But the beautiful thing about like AWS cloud, Microsoft's Azure cloud, Google cloud platform is it, it really encompasses all services within one area. Okay. So it make, makes it really easy to track metrics, to optimize uh, workflow, to automate things, trigger events. So I think what we decided to do was get a, a head start on how people down the line might even consider to use the cloud and develop solutions that outside of the cloud are very difficult to have. And the whole thing behind that is basically automation. So when it comes to unique solutions, other ones that that we're currently in the works of is like making logistics easier when when a company has things that they're supposed to have in stock and they have to keep track of all that and keep it timely. You can set thresholds as long as you're making it possible to track everything that's coming in. You can set thresholds for when i am have less than 30% here to automatically trigger an event to place the order so that it's in the way. So you never, it kind of automates keeping track of things and frees up your time, frees up personnel that you have to worry about to track all that. And then going even further, like really in depth, you can take all this information and create queries to analyze all the data and really understand like how my business moves how it operates and how can i optimize it in different areas or just keep reports going so you can see the health and then edit. you can really see it from different angles okay. and so this is using the
0: cloud as a solution to be able to do all the things that you just shared yep okay correct excellent carbon anything to add to that
2: which is cheaper Cloud is cheaper because most people don't understand that when we establish businesses, yeah. you want to go in, Darian, but, but most people don't understand that when you are building your own business, we have to either start from scratch and build this all hardware, laptops and everything, mm. network, and all these things. It costs money, but it's easier to go to the cloud when they pay, was it per hour, I believe, Darren, or per minute?
1: It's pay as you go. So you, you pay what you use rather mm-hmm. than... Or- you pay operational costs rather than paying like the cost of to even start everything starting um, maintaining because you're taking you're letting
2: the other company take the hold of it yeah. which let's go of saying hey i have to be responsible for my equipment you say hey i have an i have an agreement with you to say hey this is my service and i want it at this height 99.99 percent yeah. availability mm-hmm. that's hey i'm good cuz that's yeah. reassurance for a business owner saying, hey, my stuff is going to be available 99.99% of the time.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to switch gears here. And gentlemen, thank you both for sharing what you've shared so far. Uh, Yes, you are IT solutions experts. Yes, CEO, you can explain the business end of things. You're getting new clients. You're developing new things. You're using the cloud. But the thing that I believe is also extremely interesting about you both is that you are into motivation and inspiration and meditation and helping people live their best life, the thought process, being thoughtful, being empathetic, and then even doing experiments at a certain point about handing people pennies and and videotaping their reaction. Is that Kirvin, I'm going to ask you, is that driven by both of you? How did you start with the social experiments? How did that start? Because I that think- started
2: with Darian. Darian was the one who came up with the idea. He said, hey, let's try this out. Because me, I used to be very nervous when it came to doing these things. And he actually helped me break away from the nervousness of saying, hey, let me just go out there and see what happens. So we got a couple of pennies. We went to a Target and said, hey. How can we get these pennies out of our hands? How can we convince somebody to take this penny? Because a person who sees a penny is like, oh, it's only worth one cent. But how do you measure that value? He came up with an idea that gave this valueless penny or a one cent penny to somebody, but gave value to it by the words that he said. He gave it to a person and said, hey, this has positive energy in it. And the person said, positive energy? He's, Oh, okay. So if I, where do I do with this? Do I keep it in my pocket? He says, yes. No matter where you go, hold this in your pocket and just think I have positive energy with me at all times. And he's hand it to somebody else when you feel like you don't need it anymore. The same way you gave us those gratitude stones. It's the same way. It's like this. Your word carries power. Mm-hmm. Your word carries power.
0: Yeah. And uh, Darian, how did you come up with that idea? I have a little request. This is Bart the founder of Most People Don't. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably familiar with my name and my voice. A friend recently said, Bart, you really need to remind people to like, subscribe, comment, and share. The purpose of this quick little message is to do exactly that. Thanks to your support, our podcast received recognition of being the top 15% most shared podcast in the world. We want to make sure that we continue to do this and more. In addition to the podcast, you can find more resources at mostpeopledont.com. That's where you could get a copy of uh, our best-selling book, Most People Don't and Why You Should, still in the top 1% of Amazon book sales. It's available there. Lastly, and probably most importantly, I want people to know that I am a motivational speaker full-time. As my main business is keynote speaking, I also do sales and service training, And we have a lot of different topics that we customize based on the needs of our clients. So keynote speaking, sales and service training. If you know of a group or an organization, big or small, for-profit, not-for-profit, that needs a dose of inspiration, they need a boost of motivation, I'd love to receive your referrals. Just send me an email.
1: Easy. Bart, at most people don't, really appreciate it and keep doing. To be honest, it was a factor of things, but... We really just wanted to do something to help people, and I'm also I also think of things from like a psychological psychological standpoint, where I'm like, I wonder if you could take something that usually holds no value, give it value, and have somebody else feel and experience that same value. Yeah. Uh, so we had ultimately decided on a penny because the other thing too was. Every November, I was hosting like a homeless charity event where I would go to DC, set up a table, and I'd give out, I'd spend maybe like a couple thousand, just give out things to the homeless people. And there was a particular guy there who told me, like, he made me think differently and was questioning why I'm doing this. And I was telling him, and he's, what you're doing isn't actually going to help anybody here. It's just they're going to stay here and expect more, but it's not going to get them out of this situation. And so then I started thinking about it differently. When you give money, in a sense, it almost is a lazy form of kindness. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to explore like another form of kindness. Maybe a penny doesn't hold a certain monetary value, but could I make it more valuable and more useful to somebody than, Mm -hmm. than like they would originally see it. And with our experiment, we, we actually ended up seeing that towards the end. It also depended on the person you gave it to as well.
0: Yeah. Here's the most important question as it relates to all of that. Why? Darren, you you and Curvin, former military, you're IT specialists. Here you are doing social experiments with regard to pennies. has nothing to do with IT solutions using the cloud. Why?
2: <laughs> because we don't limit our experience. Because we don't limit our minds. Because the moment we said, hey... Let's try something outside of our normalcies. Me and him have literally tried to explore many different avenues of business, mindsets, and just seeing, hey, let's look into this and just see what happens because a curious mind will lead you to either what you want or what you don't want. So the moment we start looking into outside, what is the word, just outside perspective mm-hmm. on things.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what is really unique about you both. Here you are, military veterans. Here you are, IT specialist. Here you are creating social experiments that are deep and meaningful. And Kirvan, I know one of your passions is motivational speaking. You are just blowing up on TikTok and other social media lenses. I'm so proud of you both that you have an incredible friendship. And even when we were together, you both were uh, eating pizza, and I'll just share this because I observe everything, right? I try to observe everything. And you both got two different types of pizzas. And at a certain point, when you were done eating your slices, you shut the box. I think it was Darren that shut the box and flipped the boxes, passed his over to yours. You passed yours over to his. You both opened up each other's box and you started eating a new slice that the other person <laughs> had ordered. First of all, that is incredible unity and incredible friendship and just so symbolic without words gentlemen without words you did that you were taking care of each other you were feeding each other's souls you were feeding each other's friendships and I just really enjoyed that interaction because you communicate like brothers but not everything is spoken And that's really cool. And then now to be at the stage where you are of, yes, you are growing Nexicon, but you are also growing other things and you continue to blossom, I guess, by wanting to help other people. That is very special. That's very unusual. I'm proud to know both of you as a result of the things that you're doing. Carvin. I'm going to switch over to you here because I just referenced TikTok as an example. And you have a lot of great messages. Can you tell us what is, what do you believe you are trying to do that you are actually doing in social media right now? What is your message, and how are you sharing that message? And then, Darian, we're going to come back to you in a second. So,
2: with my message that I'm using social media for, I want to use it as a platform to to promote positivity, change for the growth and expansion. So. Every day I will send out a morning message saying, hey, get up and actually go after a goal. Get up and explore more into knowing why you're here and question everything that you do. Because the moment you start questioning why you do it, the moment you start getting an answer why you're doing it. Because some people will literally do things without having a rhyme or a reason. They just say, hey, I'm just doing it because. But the moment you start putting a why behind what you're doing. You have a passion. No longer is it a job. You're like, yo, I enjoy what I'm doing. And that's what I want to help people do. Enjoy what they're doing. Because depression, anxiety, all these things that we feed into as society, why don't we find a counter? So I'm doing this little social experiment myself with encouragement and telling people to think positive. And the, the more you think about a positive result, the more you attract a positive result into your life. And I've seen it. And I've seen it. The poof's in the
0: pudding. And Kirvin, have you seen it for yourself?
2: Yes. Yes. Because you, there yeah, was, a, you,
0: yeah, please share. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a
2: time where I first started my business. I was at a low point in my mind. I literally couldn't get anything done. I just kept saying, Hey, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. And I, I was like, wait, it's my mindset. My mind is set on these things saying, I can't do it. I won't do it. And the more I kept going down this negative loop, I said, Hey, why don't I start writing down why? And I started writing down, "Hey, I see a better way of living." And I started writing down, "Hey, I see my business flourishing." And the moment I started writing these things down, the moment I started acknowledging that my words have power, that I need to start believing these words, and then I need to start changing my thought process, and I started saying, "Hey, my business is going to be successful." The moment I started doing that, the moment I started saying, "Hey, let me stop hating on myself and actually start participating in building my business." Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and look and, at what
0: happens, right? So yes, your business is growing. And I also want to make sure that I'm giving you both due justice for the business that you're creating together, and then also separately. So Kirvin, can you share with us the name of your motivational business? So it's far, free, always and forever. So
2: it's like a term of expression, but I also give clothes, music. It's a whole media thing. Like I want to literally... Promote as much as I can out in the world to say, hey, keep your head up. Nothing is stopping you in this life because the moment we have people like that out in the world is the moment we say, hey, I'm not alone. I can actually get up, get out of bed and go live life because a lot of people aren't living life. And that's the whole point of being here to live life to the fullest.
0: Yeah. Have you always felt this way, Kervin? No, it took me a while. I used to have a lot
2: of uh, dread and um, suicidal ideologies, but I've learned to break away from that. And I want to help everybody else break away from it, too. Yes. Because when we start to live life to the fullest,
0: that's when we see the world change for us yeah. as a whole. And Kirvin, did something happen? Did someone teach you that there's a better way of thinking to enable you to get into this channel, into this mindset? How did it, you learn it? Did it come to you? It, it, natu- it didn't naturally naturally come to me. It actually
2: came to me from a friend um, who reached out to me and said, Hey. I feel like you're lost. And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> and it just went from there. We started talking and he said, hey, look into this. This is an empowerment um, religion, but it's not really a religion. It's just an empowerment like ideology to look at something outside of yourself and say, hey, I see the value in this and I see it in myself. Yeah. The moment I started valuing myself is the moment I started seeing that, hey, I'm here for a reason, I have a purpose. And I started looking into it, deep diving into it, understanding it. And I realized that, hey, I'm a motivational speaker. Everybody always calls on me. Hey, I need help. I need some inspiration. They always call on me. It's hard to tell or be identified by it. Because how did you find out you're a motivational
0: speaker by just walking into it? Yes, Yeah. exactly. By sharing thoughts that were helping me deal with difficult times. And when I shared thoughts with others of what I had learned, then I learned that it was helping other people. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it more. And I started having more of a format. And I know you didn't ask me, but you, you were learning the same thing. Kerbin, we're learning from different people. I'm learning from you. I'm learning from Darian. I'm learning from friends in Leesburg. I'm learning from people internationally. And I'm pulling all of it in. And when I find things that I think are going to be useful and helpful, Next time I'm, I'm on stage with 4,000 people, I'm going to share this story. Next time I'm on stage with 100 people, I'm going to share this story. I'm going to share this. I'm sharing your stories, mm-hmm. you, Kervin and Darian. I'm sharing your stories because I find great inspiration in it, the friendship, the relationship. So it really is quite amazing. And I again, I'm very proud of what you both are doing Kirvin, can you tell us a little bit about your explosion recently in a good way? Maybe that's not the right word. The growth with TikTok oh, God, just recently, because you're giving me advice, but you challenged me, you and Darian kind of challenged me inadvertently to get back on TikTok, mm-hmm. which I have done. And you're teaching, both of you are teaching me things. But can you share with us a little about how it has grown? and the reaction of how you're feeling based on what the people are telling you, what they need.
2: So from what my standpoint is, it's like a breath of fresh air from a lot of people because when there's not a lot of options out there for positive messages or positive people, people will hoard towards you. So the moment I started, I saw hundred people hurting towards me within a second because people are looking for us. People who say, hey, don't quit, don't give up. They need us because it's we're that fire to them to say, keep going. The moment we say, keep going, it's, hey, why did I stop? Why did I quit? Because everybody has a, a vision that they see themselves bringing into their lives. And I want them to realize that you're the only one who can bring it into your life. And the moment I tell people that, they're like, wait, holy crap, he's right. And yeah. like, that's it.
0: Yeah. And what I think is just amazing. So we will make sure that people will learn how to follow you. We'll share it verbally as well Mm -hmm. as in show notes. But I swear, Kirvan, when you and Derry and I were talking weeks ago, that maybe you had 700 followers. Now you're well over 2000. You're well over 7000 likes. And looking at your linked tree, that's probably not the right word. But just the services that you're offering, the comments of what people are sharing, boy, it is making a difference. So thank you. You are getting people that are embracing positivity. That's what it's all about. All right. I want to switch over to Darian here for a second. Darian. Yes.
1: Are you a motivational speaker? I am not like officially a motivational speaker, but... I'm sure Kervin can tell you, me and him are, are constantly lifting up others around us. So in a sense, I'm unofficially, and, and I also just wanted to say something to the point to a question you asked Kervin. Another thing that I think is really from the outside helped Kervin recently is he's t- he takes a chance on himself. He decided, I'm done working for this isn't what's making me happy. This is what I want to go for. And that's scary, but he's done that twice, multiple times now. Dropped out the military, mm-hmm. military, safe. if I don't want to do that, this is what I want to do. Then he's, I don't want to do IT, this is what I want to do. And so he's giving his motivational platform, like exclusive focus. And just from the outside looking in, since that's what he's focusing on, he's getting all these different yeah. uh, well-rounded ideas to really put his best foot forward every time he's doing it. I just that out because he he hadn't mentioned it, but I think it is worth noting. Yeah, Uh, I
2: spaced that out. There was a time that I was working a job. I believe I was making over 170K, but I was not happy. There's a difference between working a job and you're like, hey, I'm just doing it for the money or doing it for my purpose or living in my purpose. mm -hmm. So every day I literally go in and be like, I don't like this. I hate this. I'm like, okay. Something in my mind was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to change it? And I said, I'm going to start painting. I literally started painting out of nowhere. I immediately quit my job, went to, (laughs) I think it was Hobby Lobby, and got an easel and started painting. And boy, did my mind just start letting go. I started saying, hey, was this my purpose? Am I an artist? And I did it for a whole year. And everybody's bro, did you quit your job and just like making all this money just to do this? I'm like, yes, because something that makes me happy Outweigh the value of that money, because happiness from inside is <laughs> there's no value to that. Yeah, peace. Yeah, the peace of inner peace. Like when I found that inner peace, nothing can stop it.
0: So, are you a good artist?
2: Oh yeah, I, I recognize my talent, and I've met other artists too. So it's it's opened my mind and perspective yeah. to other people's art and i definitely want to get into art music and all these things to help inspire the next generation because it's like hey you have talent share it don't be afraid yeah. and yeah. i've been doing that with all my followers too i'm like hey i had a consultation with a, a woman named tawanda she's hey i've been having a lot of battles with this and that and third but i express myself through my art i'm like why don't you share it because the moment you share it you let go of the the judgment that you're holding against yourself and your art mm-hmm. and she said ever since i started sharing I've been feeling a lot better. And I feel like I am no longer stifling myself and holding myself in.
0: I'm like, you're meant to shine. That's it. Yeah. That's the goal, right? For everybody, the goal. And Darian, I like how you are so supportive of your buddy, right? You you, know you you, that, that he's proud of you, right? And vice versa. and And that's just really nice to see. And Darian, wasn't trying to put you on this on the spot when I said, are you a motivational speaker? You are influencing people differently and consistently through different channels. So Kim's outlet right now is a microphone. Darian, your outlet is a different outlet for being able to help share and inspire. Are you two together working on, I, I know you have the, the joint company, again, Nexicon, and Curvin, your focus right now is the motivational end of things. Are you working together to expand that? Is Darian helping Kervin and is Kervin helping Darian?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're always open to one. We're always exploring like what we're doing and we both know like deep down, we just want to help people. And that that's really the motivation for everything to do that first. Obviously we help ourselves yeah. and like we've made music together. We've Made YouTube videos together, skits, comedy skits, educational type of videos as well. We're always open to like collaboration in other regards as well. Yeah, and and you just to keep growing and whatever we're doing, and then we throw the other. Hey man, you should check this out. I've been doing this, and it's been affecting me this way, and this is the response I'm getting. Yeah. And we're, okay, and I'll consider each other's point of view as we both grow in whatever direction we're headed. Yeah, and I need to insert
0: something here just quickly. It is so unusual for friends to be true friends and supportive. Darian, here I am going on and on, and I'm always sensitive of how I'm sharing things. I don't, and it's rare that I have two special guests on at the same time. I want to make sure that I'm not spending too much time on Kerbin or too much time on you because I don't want the other person to feel bad. So here I am celebrating Kervin and TikTok and just the growth is just outrageous. And then there you are, Darian, wanting to make sure that you insert one more good thing about your friend before we go to the next topic. Hopefully you both know how special and remarkable that is because that is special and remarkable. The friendship, the loyalty that you have for each other. Is so incredibly unique and special. It just it, it, that's what Sorry. I wanted our listeners. No, it's all good. That's what I wanted our listeners to be able to hear that you can truly be happy for a friend. You can be truly happy for another person that maybe you compete with because there's abundance in the world. And let's not be envious because being envious is not going to help anybody. That's what true friendship is. <laughs> That's what true partnership is. And I just, I love seeing the interaction with you too. Go ahead,
1: Darian. I was just going to say, to expand on your point too, there was a period where me and Kervin were even still to this day, but we compete on things, but it's mm-hmm. really to push each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I've also learned within that competition, not to get sucked within that, like to also Once the competitive thing is that we're doing together to push one another is done, come back, have that heart to heart, give props where it's due. Hey, man, like when you did, that's why I did this, because I was like, wow.
2: (laughs) It's exactly that way. We literally bounce the ideas off of each other. It's always a competition, but it's always like a fun competition. It's not like, hey, I'm trying to take you out. No, I'm trying to see how... You work and how I work. And then let's compare. And you're like, yeah, Yo, I like that. I like this. I'm like, all right, let's put it together. It's because we open our minds to saying, hey, <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Okay. Your mind says different. Mine's this one, this one. Okay. Let's like bring I- it
0: together. Yeah. It's so uniquely refreshing. Keep it up. Obviously, keep it up. All right. Last couple of, of comments. I want to make sure that people can follow both of you and understand and learn from you. Kervin, I know TikTok is just, again, a terrific platform for you. Where do you believe the best place people can go to learn more about you? Kervin Simon, K-E-R-V-I-N Simon, S-I-M-O-N. Mm-hmm. I know you're on LinkedIn, but from a social media perspective, where is the best place for them to be able to find you?
2: TikTok tiktok is the easiest way to find me i have all my links and all my socials there so it's hey it's the one-stop shop as soon as you click on the link tree there i am okay and, and so
0: to be able to find you it is at curvin heart correct mm-hmm. h-e-a-r-t correct at curvin heart i'm trying to like as many things as you're putting out there but it's hard to keep up with you because it's such great content daily
2: Two posts a day yeah.
0: i set myself up with
2: a a ritual to say hey I'm gonna do two posts today. I'm gonna make sure that I maintain this community because the community is not me. This is the TikTok is not for me. It's for the people. Yes. And the moment I let go of saying, "Hey, this is for me," and say, "Hey, this is for people," that's the more I start pouring into it because I've started building Discord's for people to communicate and say, "Hey, this is a networking event." Start talking to each other because the moment we stop stifling ourselves and saying, "Hey, I need help," I can start talking to other people and reach out is the moment we stop giving up, we start actually saying, hey, I have everything I need.
0: I have all that I need. I only have love for my enemies. Mm -hmm. Kerbin, it's really cool that you just said it that way. You are not posting twice a day for you, for your company. You're posting it twice a day for other people. And I've never thought about it that way. And that's a really good way. Because guess what? I'm thinking, just me personally, I want to make sure that my message is really great. And I don't know if I've done enough research on this topic and I don't know if right. It's certain things are delaying me. I'm I can stand in front of four thousand people. I can hit record. Uh, I can chop up my videos, but I'm having a difficult time just with that phone hitting record like you're doing. I say like you're doing, similar to what you're doing, and then sharing a message just going out. I'm having difficulty in doing that. Difficult time doing that. But if I go into the mindset of there's someone out there that needs to hear a good message right now. And I have a really cool idea. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, what my background is, where if I'm hot, if I'm sweaty, if it's sunny, if it's cold, if there's dogs barking, it doesn't really matter because it's not about me, right? Kervin, it's not about me.
2: Exactly. It's not about you. It's about the the grand scheme. It's about everybody else who needs that message. Yes. The moment you be just you like, hey, I'm unselfish. I'm just gonna share this message. You need to hear this. Yeah. I'm, and the more we do this, the more we help people. Because the moment I started seeing comments saying, "Hey, I needed this," and I'm like, "Holy crap! What am I doing? I'm helping yes. people." And it, it it doesn't have to do. I don't have to go out and actually physically help you. The word itself, just saying, hey, keep going, be encouraged, believe in yourself. And now let's start, actually start fostering positive movement. Let's start doing action behind our words because yeah. the moment we start putting action into it, it becomes reality, the what you want to live, the life you want to, the
0: destined to live. Sounds sounds like, Kervin, it sounds like doing what most people don't do. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, Darian, again, Thank you for your friendship with both of you. Thanks for thinking extraordinary things and making unique things happen to help other people. Darian, what is the best way if people want to learn more about you and about Nexicon?
1: So the best way to reach me would be on LinkedIn. Okay, uh, I'm also on TikTok, but again, it's probably best to reach me on LinkedIn. I'm still developing and other aspects okay so, so
0: darian d-a-r-i-a-n am i saying darian the right way yeah you're saying it correctly okay so i'm not going to slur it and say darren i'm saying darian the right way yeah okay, that's good. good all right and darian's last name is colette c-o-l-e-t-e again you can find him we're connected on linkedin you can find him on linkedin as well both of you i really am so grateful to know both of you as human beings thank you for your service before and thank you for your service now because you are serving others and doing what most people don't do. Last word to both of you, Darian, you first, anything?
1: One, I do want to thank you for your service as well. And when we, when we we're in the goose cup, Bart would come up and introduce himself to everybody and he came up and introduced himself to us. And I think that even opened me and Kerbin's mind a little more. Cause we're, we're working on something, but we're within our closed space. We're not, we see other people we respect it, and we wonder, I wonder what they're doing. So when you open that social dialogue, then we felt more included to let's get more involved in the community around us. So that was just the point I wanted to make about that. I, that I think is important that a lot of people don't think about too, is get out of your comfort zone, speak to people. Um, and you'll be surprised what comes from that interaction.
0: Uh, There are stories, right? Everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. And thanks, thank goodness that I went up and introduced myself to both of you because you're enriching my life now. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. And Kirvin, any last words to you?
2: Yeah, I definitely want to thank you so much for inviting us to be on your podcast. Thank you for actually just being brave enough to just come up and say, hey. Here's my here introducing yourself because you came up with no fear and you said, hey, watch my TED talk. The moment you want, like you showed it to me is, hey, this guy's brave enough to first, you know, sell himself because you have to be brave enough to show yourself and say, hey, look, this is me. And the moment I saw it, I'm like, yo, I could do this. I see it. I'm like, I like the energy. Maybe this is something I need to do because the universe will give you exactly what you want. The moment you start saying, hey, this is what I want to see. And this is what I want to be. and look what happened. Look what happened literally from first meeting to now on a podcast together. And I can see this, this relationship growing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. said, and thank you again for those nice compliments. Kervin, Simon and Darian Colette. thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you for doing what most people don't do. Can't wait to learn more from both of you and excited to see how you are sharing more with this world. Thank you both. Thank you.